I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. I'm Sal Conca. And I'm Wayne Heckler. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to check us out at hecklercane.com and download our episodes for free on iTunes and SoundCloud. To the bumper. Today on the Imperfect Podcast, we have Gene Blaylock. Gene's an award-winning Los Angeles-based director, and he's known for his touching, heartwarming films as much as his eccentric, short horror vignettes. He's the founder of the film production company Sarah Films, and we're really excited to talk to him. He's done a number of different works uh, called Amongst the Shadows, which is a short film you can find on YouTube. He's got a documentary coming out. Um, seven Days in Mexico. Seven Days Looking in Mexico. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it looks really cool. The, the, the cinematography's done really well, and it's a really interesting story about a musician that has kind of lost his way, and he's trying to figure out where to get his love for, for music back. Yeah. So let's talk to Gene. So Gene, welcome to the Imperfect Podcast. How are you doing this evening? I'm well. Thank you for having me. It's all good. Awesome. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. We know uh, our good friend Wendy over at Studio Matrix wanted to give her a shout out and introduced us. Um, You're out in LA, is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, here in Los Angeles. Very rainy today, but uh, you know, it it is what it is. You getting some tropical weather out there finally? Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely today. So <laughs> now, Gene is the founder of independent film production company Sarah Films. So I want to introduce that. Yeah, thanks, Wayne. And, <laughs> <laughs> so, so sometimes Wayne has a mind of his own. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't just ignore him. We're called the Imperfect Podcast for a reason. <laughs> but um, how long have you been making films out in LA? It's it's been about five years now. Um, I, I came out to LA as a musician. Uh, from Chicago, my band got picked up by a label out here. But uh, yeah, so the first few years I was here in LA, I was doing music, and now uh, now films. So yeah, about five years. Okay, cool. So how did you make that transition? What was the transition from music to film? Were you just shooting music videos for a bunch of pals and uh, decided to pick uh, up the camera? Or well, the- I, I I went to film school in Chicago um, for one. So yeah, I was in, I was doing I, you know that was my initial goal was doing uh, doing film in Chicago and then, uh, got sidetracked with having a band and doing music and then, uh, jumped back into it about five years ago. So. Okay, cool. Does the band still exist in any iteration? Um, not really. (laughs) (laughs) It, 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 you can, you can definitely Google and find, uh, iterations of the band back then, but, uh, no, it's, uh, it's pretty much full-time filmmaking these days. So cool. So what was the first film you worked on professionally? Uh, it was a it was a little uh, film called Unlucky Girl. It was a uh, a vampire type. Uh, I'm sorry, a zombie film that uh, my friend James and I decided to try and make uh, a few years ago. So yeah. Okay. What was a uh, zombie film? I mean, is that a genre horror films? Is that what you uh, particularly like going for? Well, we do a lot of horror films, but uh, Unlucky Girl came from this thing that I was I was taking a break from music and decided to. Uh, try and make some uh, try and make some films, and uh, my friend James was like, "Oh, let's do this cool little zombie thing that we uh, that he had this idea for." It was almost it was almost like a music video for one of his films, that, uh, for one of his songs that he wanted to do, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it went from there. Uh, but we we do we do do a lot of horror films, but uh, it's not exclusively what we do. So 
Sure, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into a, a bunch of the work that you're doing right now. Um, but before we get there, I mean, what really drives you to make movies? I mean, what was your inspiration to go to film school? Were you a theater kid? Have you been in front of the camera and behind the camera? So what was the motivation, really, to going to film school and making movies? Yeah, I've always been I've always been the emotional, uh, you know, drama kid, I guess. So, <laughs> But uh, my desire to be in front of the camera these days is not something that, that happens. I don't want to – I have no I have no desire to be in front of the camera these days. But mm -hmm. – uh, um, yeah, I, I've always been, I've always kind of been interested in how you, you make films, how you, how, how this comes to, comes to be. So, yeah. So. Cool. And obviously going to film school, you've got some formal training. Is there an approach you kind of have to, to your films or how do you develop scripts and produce? I mean, are you guys writing your own? Are you working with screenwriters? Um, what, what's your process like at Seraph? Um, yeah, no, it, it started off me kind of writing everything and kind of doing everything on my own. But now, now there's, I have a various partners that we team up with that do, uh, different, uh, you know, scripts and stuff. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, I have a, I have a writing partners that I work with these days. So yeah. Mm -hmm. You're one of those guys who, who've done everything in the business as far as it goes, just to get the film done. Uh, is there a particular avenue that you prefer, like, you know, being a director, being a cinematographer, being a, uh, a writer? Is there anything? What do you lean towards? Oh, I, I definitely lean towards just directing things these days. But, uh, yeah, coming up through the independent uh independent film community you definitely have to kind of do a little bit of everything mm -hmm. and i and i certainly have done everything from writing to directing to uh cinematography and everything else but uh these days definitely prefer just being director so sure and as an indie filmmaker i mean the company that you've built over the last few years what do you really find um how has the industry changed over the last couple of years in terms of distribution and finding funding? I mean, do you guys crowdfund? Uh, that's probably a lot of questions in one there, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's, it's never been a better time to be an independent filmmaker, quite honestly. Um, mm -hmm. we've, we've, we've certainly have done everything from, uh, you know, having funding to crowdfunding to everything else. Um, but, yeah, it's it's never been a better time to be a filmmaker for sure because uh, you know you get to you get to write and create and then actually fund it and then go from there. So yeah, sure. And what do you what do you guys do? You self distribute? Are you using a lot of streaming platforms these days? Are you using any of the um, progressive tools like Distriber to get your films out there? Well, so far, we we you know YouTube has been the biggest uh, single biggest uh, outlet for us. As far as distribution goes, uh, the feature we're working on right now that we're going to shoot in uh, May or June, it, it, we're not sure where where it's going to land as far as distribution goes. But yeah, distribution is definitely one that we're thinking about and going from there. Um, yeah. So, what, well, what's the name of that film? <laughs> what's the name of the film you're working on right now? It's called uh, The Nightmare Gallery. Oh, okay. Very cool. I've seen a lot of your horror vignettes. They're pretty cool. The house was really cool. That actor Nicholas Jackwa, I think it's pronounced, was really cool. <laughs> Nicholas, we worked with a lot. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a he's a he's a cool individual. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that was well done. I really enjoyed that one. Well, we actually have a mutual uh, friend. Um, Tanya Kay was on our uh, podcast the late last year, 
And oh, really? Yeah, Tanya's great, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I actually messaged her this morning because I was like, hey, we're actually interviewing Gene tonight. I know you, you're working with him in The Art of Murder. So how did you find Tanya? How do you know Tanya? And what's The Art of Murder all about? Um, well, d- when we started Horaiku, there was this one character, the artist, and uh, and it has kind of recreated through, uh, continued through multiple series of uh, Horaiku. Tanya, I, I honestly don't know how I, can, I, I honestly can't remember how I met her, but uh, it was just another vegan filmmaker that was like, oh yeah, you should know this person, and yeah, so, so I, I honestly don't remember how we I, how I met Tanya. Is but. there a whole community of vegan filmmakers that get together for like powwows or like <laughs> in LA? Yeah, I guess so. so. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I honestly can't remember how I met Tanya. But, well, she uh, it, through through some connections, Tanya was brought up to me, and she became the artist that uh, that ended up being in uh, four seasons of Horror Haiku. I think it was so. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And she definitely did mention that one of the bonds you guys had was that you were both vegans, but she said that you were also (laughs) a pleasure to be with on set and that uh, you were a great director to work with. So um, obviously lots of kudos from Tanya and we love her. It's very nice of her to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She was an awesome guest. I know that that movie is still um, in production, correct? Well, it's, it's, it's an idea that we have that we want to do at some point, a feature league film called The Art of Murder based off her character in horror haiku. Gotcha. Uh, it hasn't come to fruition yet, but it's it's there, and hopefully one day we'll get to make it. So, Well, let's talk about horror haiku. That's something that is on your YouTube channel that's pretty unique. Um, it involves the community and you know other folks. Can you give a little bit of background on horror haiku and how that idea came about? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly how it came about other than that uh, we, were, we, we had just finished a... Uh, web series for a different production company that hired us to do a uh, weekly anthology series and it was it was quite miserable actually <laughs> for, for, the, for the company that hired us but we also but I remember us thinking like wow we should really do something for YouTube that I think we can do this and make it happen for our own channel and so James Boring came up with this idea of he's like oh well let's do a horror anthology and we'll do horror haiku where people leave people leave different haikus and we'll do we'll make them into separate uh, episodes and that's kind of how it happened and uh yeah so since then we've done that it went on hiatus for a little while Mm -hmm. uh, because we were just busy with other outlets and other films and things like that and this and we're getting ready to bring it back in about i think in about a week and a half i think we're gonna bring it back for 10 more episodes so yeah okay excellent awesome yeah i mean webisodes and web series are definitely hot these days to get your name out there and getting uh building a social audience and all that type of stuff um how important is the marketing aspect for you guys i mean are you using youtube as your primary source of finding new um audiences or using other social media platforms as well well, we try to use all all the social media outlets, of course. But uh, yeah, YouTube's definitely been the the main outlet for growing uh, audiences and trying to make the things uh, happen for us. So yeah, cool. Now, one thing I saw online was your scary Christmas. Uh-huh. That was the wrap up of 2014. <laughs> I know Joe would love that because he's so into yeah. Halloween, like Nightmare Before Christmas. Or so, what gave you idea to do a Christmas, but more toward Halloween? Um. Well. 
it started, I think, I think this is the fourth year we've done it so far. And uh, it was just a year in wrap up party. Basically what happened is that we had our, our studio space out in Burbank and decided, well, let's do a year end wrap up party, kind of give out awards and such for things that, uh, you know, for, for people that we appreciated for the year and our, our, our executive producers and such. Um, yeah. So it just, it just kind of, it stemmed from that and then was like, oh, well, we do a lot of horror, so it should be scary. So Scary Christmas. And hmm. again, another James Boring creation, Scary Christmas. And now we're five years in. So, yeah. Cool. Well, as a horror enthusiast, what are your like top three horror films on your list? Oh, geez. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, we stopped him. If I go back to when I was very young and the things that scared me the most, uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street like scared the crap out of me when I was mm. so young because I wasn't I wasn't even supposed to watch it, and then I was so young mm-hmm. and watched it, and then I didn't sleep for like three days straight. Um, so you go you go back and watch it now; it's very dated and it doesn't work very well. But <laughs> yep. back then, it, it was it was pretty scary. Um, the Exorcist. Again, another one to this day that still kind of bothers me for some reason. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Those two definitely is, 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 is being very young when watching them. So. And not to uh, pigeonhole you just to horror. I know you've done other things. A Second Chance at Christmas, To Kristen with Love, You have Vendetta, My Activist Wife, the web series. So there's some cool things out there. It's not all just horror, but I, you know, you're no, very it's, versatile. It's, it's, yeah, it's not all horror, but that's what, kind of what we do most and what we're known for, for sure. So Sure. And so, you know, in that vein, though, we know you're working on a documentary that's coming out um, in April called Seven Days in Mexico. So yep. what was the inspiration for that documentary? How do you know Johnny? Um, I would assume that's a relationship that you probably had. I, I don't know that you'd go out and make a documentary with like of that nature with somebody maybe you really didn't know unless, you know, his story was that compelling that you and you found it. So g- give us some background there on Seven Days in Mexico. Sure. Yeah. Johnny, I met uh, in Chicago, actually, and I was still living there in Chicago. Um a, a musician that I have a lot of respect for and that, that it, I, I was actually a fan of his music before I even knew who he was, uh, met him in Chicago. And when I moved to LA, he was someone that was always there. Like I would go grab coffee with him and discuss relationships and, and, and stuff with him. And real recently the, the way seven days in Mexico came about is that, uh, he and I, you know, obviously developed a friendship, and then, uh, you know, he and I would meet up for coffee or whatever. And uh, one day, he basically said to me, "It was like, you know, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to write another song. I think this is it. I, I think I'm done. I think I'm finished. And if I'm not writing this, if I'm not doing music, I don't know why I should be on this planet anymore." Mm-hmm. And that really struck me and I was like, Oh wow, that would make a great documentary. And then like two weeks later he called me and was like, okay, we've got the money. I'm going to go to Mexico and do these songs and try and find my love of music again. And so that's really how it came about. It was, it was, it was one of those things that just kind of organically happened. And, uh, yeah, some beautiful cinematography that we shot. We shot the documentary and hopefully it'll be out soon. And that's yeah. something that's close to all our hearts. You can see all the guitars in the back. Oh, no, you don't have video. No, <laughs> he you can do. See you can us. see us. He can see us. I, we I, can't I, see I him. Can <laughs> see you guys. Yeah, no, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. 
well, all musicians as well, filmmakers. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and Johnny's story, um, you know, he's, for folks that don't know that, that are listening, he's, he's part of the band called Human Drama. It's a alternative rock, gothic rock band um, formed in 1985, and he's been the only constant member in the band. Mm. Um, right. you know, so he says, you know, I guess they've, they've played more recently in 2011, 2015 and did some touring, but it sounds like with his struggles, uh, in the music industry and trying to validate, you know, his career almost to himself, um, it sounds like it would be a really compelling story to tell and see how he makes a comeback, so to speak. I saw that he did put out a new album as well, I think, right? In 2000. Yeah. He's working on a new record right now, actually. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, well that's awesome. I mean, I think that's that's something that's going to be really cool. Are you going to festival with that? Like, what's your approach for releasing projects like this? Is is that something that you're going to go to festival with, or are you just going to release it direct? Uh, I'm not so sure here in in the U.S. Uh, in, in Mexico, it's all you know. We we have distribution and then everything's already set up. But here in the U.S., I'm not so sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll probably do some festivals. We'll probably do some screenings here in the u.s but mm -hmm. uh apart from that i don't know yet so okay cool so um what's other than uh the documentary any other projects that are upcoming that people should be looking out for well we're getting ready to start on our first narrative feature here in uh you know in, in la um yeah it's a nightmare gallery which will be i think we're starting shooting in april or may so okay yeah okay awesome um, well, this has been great, Gene. I really appreciate you coming on and all, for all of your time. I think, uh, you know, our fans, if you want to give them a shout out for where you, they can find you, um, Sarah Films or any Twitter, Instagram, Facebook pages, you want to tell them where they can find your films at? Yeah, uh, Seraph.film, uh, it's our website and everything is linked, uh, everything is linkable from there as far as social media, Twitter, Sarah Films, uh, uh, Facebook, Sarah Films. So, cool. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll put all the links in our uh, show notes and the blog post that we put up for folks. And uh, thanks again, Gene, for coming on. Appreciate yeah, it so much. Thank you. <laughs> to the bumper. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!